from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they actually love, or create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. You guys jump in. We'll talk about your life and your money. William is going to start this hour off in Dallas, Texas. Hi, William. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. How you doing? Better than I deserve, man. What's up? Uh, yeah, I got a question about a prenup. Um, I've listened to a lot of your clips. Uh, some of them kind of applied, some of them didn't, but, uh, basically there's a, I own a business and have done well, um, own some properties and there's, a definitely a, a, a large gap between, uh, me and my fiance. What's your net worth? So, uh, net worth, um, property values are probably like 1.4. Um, only have 230 in debt on those. Um, and then in cash, I probably got like seven fifty. What's your business worth? Uh, seven mil. Okay. So you're ten million dollar guy, and uh, she has a more traditional, normal net worth. She's not a freak like you. <laughs> I guess not. No, you're a good freak though. I like you, <laughs> so it's good. You're you're the right kind of freak, man. I'm just saying. All right. Right on. Yes, I would. I would get a prenup. Okay. okay. I don't believe in prenups. I right. tell 99% of the people not to get them. The only time in 30 years of coaching that I've run into a situation where I wished someone had had a prenup was where there was a vast disparity between the two people getting married. And 99% of the time, the problem doesn't end up being with the two people. It's not your mm-hmm. fiance. It's weird dadgum people in her family that come mm-hmm. out of the woodwork and screw up everything. And if she can just hold up the hand and go, nope, can't I got a prenup? I don't have. I got nothing to say about that. I got nothing because mm. all of a sudden they're like, "Little JoJo married William, yeah, let's go visit." You know, I mean, this is what you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. and that's uh, and, and and bless your heart, your fiance didn't see it coming because she did not think crazy was going to manifest itself that way in her extended friends or family. And so that, and it ends up screwing up your all's relationship. The prenup actually assists the relationship in this case. Mm-hmm. So, but for everyone else, I just say, no, if you have to have a prenup to protect, protect your $4, then you don't need to get married. Correct. Now, what happens um, if, uh, you know, your fiance, your girlfriend, what does she think about it? So that, that's an issue. Um, you know, she thinks that I, you know, quote unquote, love my money more than her. Um, she's not thrilled, or at least at the beginning wasn't thrilled. And so um, I basically, you know, because in Texas, you're, you know, everything is common, you know, mm-hmm. property once you get married. Mm-hmm. And so then it all gets split. Um, so I had pretty much what I had structured was, you know, separating everything and then maybe giving her like forever you were married. If we were to anything were to happen, you know, she would get a certain amount per year, you know? Mm -hmm. So I guess my next question would be, I I would not do that. Um, and I would explain to her that this is, uh, as much for her benefit as is yours because of what I just described a few minutes ago, this gives her, this releases her, any no one of your friends 
are going to be suspicious that she married a gold digger. None of your family is going to think that she has bad motives. This helps her. Mm-hmm. And if you want to restructure or do away with the prenup at any point in your life, you can do that. Okay. You can just go back into the attorney. The two of you sit down and go, you know what? I'm going to release $5 million over here. But right. if you do a, a set thing on the number of years, the, the, the year that that kicks in will, will actually accidentally coincide to the roughest year in your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you will have that roughest year. You know that. So, I mean, wh- right. why complicate it? Yeah, true. Yeah, and you can go in and change it any time. But I, don't, I, I, I think I like her being beyond suspicion with all of your friends and relatives. For that matter, her friends. And she also gets to hold up the hand to her crazies that come along mm-hmm. and go, look, it's William stuff. But, but, and then the, now having put the prenup in place, that's the legal move. Then I would begin to run the relationship as if you own it all together. That's the key right there. I think that's the key that makes it all, mm-hmm. all good. <laughs> so in other words, I, if I were you, I'll go, I'm going to talk to my wife before I make a big business move. Mm-hmm. So that she's included. This Absolutely. is not yeah. just, hey, this well, is all my mountain over here. You have no access. You, you have don't, no. You don't, get to, you don't get to speak about this. Yeah. That's not what we're saying. We're saying right. if, this, if this whole thing hits the wall, you don't get any of this. Mm-hmm. That's all we're saying. But that's different than you don't get to speak over it because mm-hmm. you want her to speak over it. Proverbs yeah, 31 absolutely. is who can find a virtuous wife for her worth is far above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her and he will have no lack of gain. I have made more money and built more wealth while listening carefully to my wife who has a home ec degree <laughs> and unbelievable hillbilly wisdom. Now let's ask, uh, let me ask another question on your behalf. So your business is worth 7 million now. The prenup is only covering the current value. No, Let's, it would cover it would cover the ownership of the business. Period. Period. Regardless of what it becomes. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's the way I would build it. You can you can word it that way. You don't have to put a dollar amount on it. That's interesting though, because if they get married and now she's speaking into the business, the business is growing, and she still is not. That she's I'm not going like to lie. That's a tough one for I mean, me. Okay, let me tell you. <laughs> she is completely. I'll help you. She's completely benefiting. Mm-hmm. If this business is worth fourteen million later instead of seven million, she's going to be eating right, off that's that right. table. That is right. She gets to fly in that airplane. But if something happens, even the growth is no longer well, up for yeah, yeah. But, debate. And, but again, he can go back and rechange that later. He can. And oh, uh, so if, he, if he looked up and said, "Look, the reason this business went from seven million to twenty-five million is uh, she has really contributed," yeah, then you could just remove some of the prenup. That is true. That is true. That's true. Now I'm going to run it. As I'm going to run your relationship and your household and all of your business decisions as if she was there when it all began. Yeah. And this is my child bride wife that we got married when we were whatever. <laughs> Don't say little, child little baby ch- children's. <laughs> I mean, like Sharon and I got married at 22. We were like yeah, baby children. That's Sam and okay? I too. Yeah. And so we were little children's children. So we got, <laughs> you know, we were both dumber than a rock. And so we grew the whole thing, crashed it, and then grew another yeah. one together. Yeah, and, right. And so, so there's no question about that. Yeah. She, she owns it. Matter of fact, she technically owns most of it. So, <laughs> but the uh, uh, but the the uh, the, uh, the, the point being, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna run the relationship in a way that you don't lord over her mm-hmm. assets or income. She completely participates in those. 
And so we have an income mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. our business unless we're divorced. And then it's not And then our your boy business. gets it. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean it's it it only Tough it o- the prenup only comes up <laughs> if there's a problem, right? Yeah. This is the Ramsey show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 40% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, let's clear something up. If you listen to the show for 10 seconds, you know we hate debt. And some people just, for some reason, don't hear that. I don't know. They think you need debt and credit cards to build your credit because you need a credit score to buy a house, right? Wrong. Truth is, if you're living a debt-free lifestyle, eventually you won't have any credit score. So when you're ready to buy a house, you got to find a good lender like Churchill Mortgage who can do what's called manual underwriting. And that's where they personally review your financial history to approve you for a mortgage. Like we did before there was a FICO score. We actually made sure you had a freaking job and stuff. (laughs) So, wow. What a concept. Yeah. So this way you get to avoid the whole credit score game where you borrow money to raise your score so you can borrow money so you can raise your score so you can borrow money so you can raise your score so you borrow money so you can raise your score so you borrow money. Sounds like fun if you're a bank. Or a dog chasing its tail. That one, too, you know, <laughs> which are usually dizzy, uh, no pun intended. It might sound crazy to some people, but the best plan for your future is avoid debt. Get a real estate agent who will help you find a house you can actually afford, get it paid off as soon as possible, and we recommend agents who are Ramsey trusted. These are agents that are high-octane, high-protein. Uh, they didn't get their license last week, and they're not your Uncle Charlie who's guilt-tripping you. This is your freaking house. It's the largest asset you have. So you can buy a house without a credit score, and you can work with an absolute professional, and you need to. RamseySolutions.com slash agent to get a Ramsey-trusted real estate agent. RamseySolutions.com slash agent. Nathan in Oklahoma City, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Dave? Better than I deserve. What's up? Well, just got a question for you. So I'm 28 years old, and I just hit baby step seven about seven months ago. Boom! Wow. Uh, thank you. And I'm currently like rebuilding my emergency and stuff because I deleted my accounts for being debt free. And I'm just kind of curious where to go now because I'm kind of lost with the whole like where to invest my money um, right now. What accounts uh, putting, did you delete? Hold on. What what accounts did you delete? Well, my like my checking and my savings. Like okay. I cleared them all so I could be debt free, pay off the house. Okay. And, now that I'm 100% debt-free, I've got my six months emergency saved, and now I am investing in my um, 
Well, I have two Roth accounts, one through work, and then a Roth uh, IRA. Mm-hmm. Good. And then I and then I do ten uh, percent my TSP. Mm-hmm. Um, and apart from that, um, I'm just you know kind of saving money and living living life every day, really. But I need a goal, and my goal is to get more money. But that seems really kind of boring, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. I mean, just to do it that way. And I'm not 100 percent sure uh, if that's doing the right thing. You're, in, you're in danger, Nathan. You're in danger. Okay. You're in danger of messing all this up. Gotcha. Because the fastest way to get rich is boring. Uh huh. <laughs> and if you go screwing around with get rich quick, trying to be cool, you're going to yeah. lose all of the progress you have made. And and you got gotcha. the you, you know. One of the things I ran into when I first started coaching wealthy people years ago was they had this latent guilt, like I've got $2 million, but I don't feel like I'm doing it right. Like there must be something sophisticated. These smart people are doing stuff I don't know how to do. And they're the ones with the $2 million and they're doing very simplistic, primitive, basic things. And they got wealthy, but they, you know, they certainly did not buy crypto. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, they certainly are not doing nothing down tic-tac real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're not trying to get rich. They're not trying to do a, a double, uh, a double helix backflip family partnership that they read about on Instagram because it's <laughs> uh-huh. a surefire way to lose your butts. What it is, you know I mean? Come on. Yeah. So just yeah. puts just slow, you, you know, tortoise, the tortoise and the hare, the hare was the sexy, cool one. He lost the race. Uh-huh. The tortoise was ugly and steady and predictable and boring. Right. <laughs> Please be boring. Well, now, Dave, all of us tortoises don't have to be ugly now. <laughs> <laughs> you done got personal, Dave. But yeah, no. Uh, and, and seriously, but the, uh, I mean, the, the point being the plan yeah. is... All, all of your smart friends who are broke but wear clothes they can't afford, drive cars they can't afford, and go on vacations they can't afford, all of your smart friends will make fun of your tortoise plan. That's right. That's right. But they're the sexy hares. They're the ones, that, the, the, the rabbit that's cool. They light all the look. You know, they, they look like they got it all together, and they got nothing, 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 nada. It's almost like. Got a headache. That's all they yeah. got. It's almost like we want there to be like this secret of the wealthy that only a few people can get their hands on. And well, then I, used, I really wanted that because I'm really smart uh-huh. at math. Uh-huh. And so I knew if it was complicated and difficult, I could that do mu- it. That must be it. That, I would be able to do it. <laughs> and so just show me the complicated double backflip barrel of fish hooks. And yeah. I'll get it. I'll be able to do it. <laughs> Pride comes right before the fall. Right before it. Nope. Any any Joe can do it. You just got to be steady, boring. You know now what you can what you can do is you can pay very close attention to your accounts mm-hmm. and just go okay yeah I'm going to be steady but I'm also going to make sure that sucker's maximizing. That's right. That is true. I'm not going to be ADD. I'm not going to take my hand off the wheel, hand off the wheel, hand off the wheel. I'm going to drive straight through, but I'm going to be very diligent and go okay this this accounts for this this accounts for that and I'm I, and I'm goal oriented. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those are things that you are, Nathan, that are very good. And obviously, 
I was being a little bit dramatic to make sure you got the message, but uh-huh. but you've done very well. Now, I would also say in his situation, we we recommend everybody work with a smart investor pro or somebody mm-hmm, with their investments. Mm-hmm. But a guy like him really needs that accountability yeah. to not get like, oh, the market's being weird, or I feel like I can, my guy told me about this thing over here. I need to he's, be trying. He's not going to function in fear. He's going to make he's going to make bad decisions out of greed. Mm. Well, that, even that's, still, that's where that's where that's why I was stopping him on because I know that guy because I was him. Yeah, because I because I, I'm smart. I I, I, don't, I don't. This is too slow. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and that's that's about the time you're about to step on it. So just you don't get something on your shoe. Jonathan's in Lexington, Kentucky. Hey, Jonathan, what's up? Hi, Dave. Thank you guys for sure. taking my call. Sure. How can we help? Um, I'm getting my way through these baby steps, and I'm trying to think of ways to get through faster. Um, I've also developed my career goals and educational goals, and I just wanted your uh, opinion. Um, I have a project car that I've had for about three years now. I haven't been able to get much done on it, and I'm wondering if I should sell it. Um, so just wondering what you guys think. I'm not sure, but I think in the 30 seconds we've been together, you told me your goals have changed. Um, what do you mean? What? Like from the time three years ago when you bought this car, you had a goal of doing a project car. And I think today you don't have the same goal. You have other goals that are a priority over the car. Yeah, I absolutely love this car. Um, I didn't ask that. I just said your goals have changed. Um, I probably love the car, but I don't have a goal of owning it because I don't even know what it is yet, but I probably like it. (laughs) What is it? Uh, It's a 1986 uh, Z31. Nissan 300ZX. Really? Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> yeah. What, what are you doing? To, what are you supposed to be doing to it? Um, well, it's pretty solid mechanically, but um, ever since I've owned it, I've had people drive it, and it's gotten pretty dinged up and depreciated. Um, so basically, just I wanted to do a rebuild, but I'm trying to pay off this debt. Yeah, but it's, know, a, it's, a bo- it's a body rebuild. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, the car. Basically. I think the car served its purpose. I thought I heard you okay. say that in between all these other things. I have new educational goals. I have mm-hmm. investment goals. I have these other goals. When I bought the car, I didn't have those goals. Now I've got some competing goals, and the car is further down on the list. Did yeah, I hear that? That's it. Your priorities changed. Car, car is, went is, down the list. Is that right, Jonathan? Yeah, it, and also the time and effort it would take to yeah. you know yeah. get it done. Yeah. You know. and I'd rather be working on my educational goal. There's your answer. I see what you mean. Yeah. That you, yeah, I, I thought I heard that in there. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, there's Project Car on every corner. Most people drive Project Cars. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sell it just because you'd rather do other things, I think. This is the Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you for joining us, America. We're glad you're here. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Jade Washall, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. Tara is in 
Houston, Texas. Hi, Tara. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you, Dave? Better than I deserve. What's up? Okay, so I have been uh, working the program for a while. I'm on baby step two, so I'm still paying off some debt. Um, I am almost 39 years old. I've never had a 401k, and the company that I work for just approached me with that. They do match uh, 100% up to 3%, and then up to 6%, they match uh, 50%. So my question is, I still have about $40,000 in debt to pay, but I wasn't sure if I should go ahead and start putting in the 401k since I'm so far, like I've never, I'm so far behind. So I feel like I'm going to be playing catch up. And uh, since I don't have anything starting from zero, (laughs) Um, so, but I don't know if I should take that money and you start putting it in now or wait until my 40,000 is completely paid off. So we get people who call in all the time and they have done what you want to do. They've just went ahead and started investing, not built their savings, not paid off their debt. And then an emergency comes and suddenly their 401k becomes their emergency fund. That's thing number one. So I'm just going to give you a couple of thoughts to just let them sink in on why this is not a good idea. And honestly, if you're following our plan, the way we teach is you pause. If you currently investing, you pause, take that money in your case, you weren't already. So you've got all of your income at your disposal to pay off this debt. You've got 40K left, keep moving through this. And then when the time comes, you're going to be able to take advantage of that. How Um, how much have you paid off already? I've paid off around almost $6,000. And I could have, I could have 6,000 and I could have done more. I haven't, I haven't been. How how long has that, have you been working on that? About four months. And what do you make? I make my salary is ninety five thousand a year, and I get about twenty thousand, twenty to thirty thousand dollars in bonuses. Okay. Where's all your money going to? I know it's it's going on well my debt and the two car it's two car payments is I mean two cars is mm-hmm. where it is. Why do you have two and cars? Is it because I, w- I went through a divorce and uh-huh. I had one car payment and I ended up giving it to my daughter who is 16 and bought myself a new car. Oh, and that's how I got in the trap of two car payments. <laughs> and so you have $40,000 in debt and how much of the 40 is cars? 38. Oh. And, and what do you owe on your car? 28 on mine and 10 on hers. Okay. All right. And she's 16. She's 18 now. 18. Is she working? She is. Okay. Um, all right. Um, so the plan that we teach, don't start investing until you're out of debt, assumes that you're going to lean in and get out of debt with great focused intensity that you don't have. Right. Okay. You're playing footsie with this idea. You haven't leaned in and said, I'm selling everything in sight. Mm -hmm. I'm getting out of debt. I'm sick and tired of being broke. I make $90,000 a year. I got nothing. I'm 39. I'm scared. I'm going to go get me some. And I'm going to get my debt cleaned up yesterday. I'm not going out to eat. I'm not going on vacation. And please don't talk to me about a new purse. You are getting out of debt. And you're not at that level. You're just kind of you're just right. kind of intellectually exploring this. You've not emotionally engaged it. Is that fair? 
it is. Yeah, so I, that's, I why, really that's why this seems it's why this seems appealing to you to go ahead and jump into the 401k because it feels like you're going to be in debt forever, and it feels like that because you're going to be in debt forever. Right. Unless you change. Mm-hmm. So you can do whatever you want to do. Obviously, you're a grown-up lady. You've got a great intellect. You can do a lot of things. You can go be normal and start the 401k while you try to limp out of this debt and keep making these same mistakes. Or if you're going to work our plan, which is you called us, so that was your mistake. <laughs> <laughs> because we we love you and we, we are going we are going to tell you the truth and so that's right and, and you're so, tripping right now yeah so uh you know 18 year old yeah. is going to save up three thousand dollars in the next couple months and buy a car and we're going to sell her car mm-hmm. um you're going to sell your car and we're going to get you out of debt in a few months probably by christmas you're going to be driving a couple of five thousand dollar cars and you'll be debt-free. Build your emergency fund of three to six months of expenses, then save up and get you a little better car, and um, you're 100% debt-free but the house at this point, and then you can start putting, by this time next year, easily, you'll be putting 15% of your income away for retirement, and if you put 15% of $90,000 away from age 41 to age 65, you will have several million dollars. Mm-hmm. Really? But if you keep doing what you're doing now, you're going to have nothing. Except we, rusted cars with payments on them. We had a girl in my Financial Peace University class, which, by the way, if you haven't taken that, you need to get signed up for that. She was your age. She had about uh, $19,000 left to pay off. She was so worried that she was not going to have anything in retirement because she had not started investing. Right then and there, we walked through the financial roadmap plan, and we walked through, and we were able to show her that by the time she pays off her debt, if she just puts the 15% away, she was going to retire with $2 million. You'll be you'll be at more than that, and you'll ha- yeah you'll you'll be at more because I remember what her income was. But yeah, you start saving fifteen percent of a hundred grand, and you do that for over uh, twenty five years. That's about three million bucks. I mean, and that's if you don't get a raise, mm-hmm. and you're going to get raised. You've got time, so you you've got time, but you don't have time to keep doing what you've been doing. Because if you keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result which is embracing car payments because car payments are a way of life and I have to have a good car because I'm a divorcee and I'm scared to death the car is going to break and I have to have a good car for my kid because mm. I'm scared to death my female daughter, my daughter, obviously she's female, mm-hmm. is going to uh, have a breakdown right and on the side I'm of the road. scared and mm-hmm. I'm scared and I'm scared and I'm scared and I'm scared and so I'm paying car payments on $40,000 worth of cars while I make ninety and I'm broke. That's what that fear is doing to yeah. you. Yeah. And so, and by the way, I'm not asking you and the 18 year old to drive three to $5,000 cars for the rest of your life. I'm asking you, for you to drive them for a chapter in your life so that you never have to drive them again. Mm-hmm. I can assure you, I did not drive a $5,000 car over here today. Quite the contrary. I drive whatever I want these days, mm-hmm. but I paid a price for the last 35 years by staying out of debt and only buying things I could afford. And then I've got the money. I hear that. That's the way it works. Look. So, yeah, live like no one else so later you can live like no one else. Uh, you're a sharp lady, Tara. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you for joining us and, and uh, apologize for picking on you, but just know we it's because we love you mm-hmm. and we want you to win. And um, But because, the, Joy, Jade, there's something, and we just got a minute for the break, but it's very smart to say this, there, that you cannot sort of do things that require you to transform your life. Mm-hmm. If you want to create transformation, you have to push yourself over to the edge of extreme. 
Yeah, you I have agree. To, you have to do really whacked out weird things, and then when it swing, when once you've reset your your life, mm-hmm. you've reset the grooves in your brain, your habit patterns, mm-hmm. your spiritual beliefs. Once you've reset those things by doing the extreme, mm-hmm. then you can do something less extreme, much less extreme, yeah. and still stay on track. But you know, you, in other words. If you're going to, if you're 350, 400 pounds and you want to lose weight, you have to shock your system mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by doing extreme things. Yeah. You throw out all the cupcakes, you throw for out a, all the crap for, in the for cabinet. For a period of time, you yeah. can't touch anything that looks like mm-hmm. that, 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 or that. Mm-hmm. For a period of time, you got to go over there. Now, later on, if you're you 100, can, yeah. 180 pounds, you know, you can have a cupcake, mm-hmm. but I'm not suggesting debt. At, at that point i don't i still don't i still don't do that right but i mean my point is you can breathe a little bit be a little bit more normal but i'm suggesting tara that we push you over to the extreme and you do weird uncomfortable things for a bit to get your get yourself on track yeah. permanently you manage your habits yeah that's good this is the ramsey show Jade Walshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Courtney's in Atlanta. Hi, Courtney. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. Thanks for taking my call today. Sure. What's up? Okay. So I have fallen into the student loan conundrum. I All of my debt is in student loans. Um, I'm 30 years old. I have about 300000 in student loans. And I am engaged, have been for the past three years because we are scared to get married. We, just because of the debt, we are nervous to buy a home. We are currently renting and we want to get free. We are completely new to you and your show and your plan. Um, so we just want to go. I, I understand why you're scared with three hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt. Why does getting why does that affect getting married? Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't. I guess. Well, it did. You told me you've been waiting three freaking years. All right. Um, so I guess we neither one of us just want to go to the courthouse and get married. But we oh, are you want to be able to pay for something nicer? Is what you're saying? Right. But are you a doctor I mean, or a lawyer? Um, I'm actually a pharmacist. What so are you earning? Hundred and a half. Um, actually, it's more like one twenty-two, maybe. Yeah. That, okay. Gross. Gross. Does mm-hmm. that feel low? It's a little. Pharmacy? It's a little uh, low, but you're starting. You're just. You just okay. got out. So. Um, Correct. How long yes. you been out of school? Um, for the past three years. Okay. All right. What's his situation? I got an undergrad degree before I actually went into school. Yeah. School. What does he make? Um, he makes uh, sixty, mm-hmm. and then he also gets uh, bonuses. Um, what, what is, does he have a bunch of debt too? He act, he actually has no debt, um, mm-hmm. and um, he has very minimal like credit history. Mm-hmm. So we actually did seek out, you know, mortgage pre approval, mm-hmm. and we got it, but it was basically yeah. You don't you don't need you don't income. need to buy a house. You're broke. So let me tell you, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. My husband and I had 280,000 of student loans, a little less than you. But if you add our credit cards in, we are, you know, call it 300. Yeah, no credit cards for us. (laughs) My point is your income is a lot better than ours was back then, at least to Uh start. And for you guys, it doesn't matter. Like Dave said, 
Getting married is not the issue. Matter of fact, go ahead and get married, work on this thing together and go through it together. And you're just gonna have to walk through these steps and commit to the fact that we've got this debt here for a couple of years. We're living on nothing to get this paid off. Luckily, you guys have got a good shovel, good shovel. I'm sorry, you've got a good income and that's it. It's just the student loans, right? And Courtney, now, Courtney you, feel, you feel stuck, don't you? I really do. And you yeah. feel a little bit of shame to marry him and and, and, hand, and hand him 300K. <laughs> yeah. Like you're going, this is pretty serious dowry here. Yeah. Um, that's an old word, but yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, um, so it is messing up, not getting married, but it's messing up your view of yourself and your relationships. Is that, well, and it's is, also difficult to budget because you know, we want to have one bank account. Um, you don't need to have one bank account until you're married. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. we let, wanna, let, we let, let me let me project a future for you that you haven't seen. Let's okay. let's let's run some numbers for a second. Okay. Go get okay. married this weekend. <laughs> okay. No, just 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 ride ride with me on my little trip here. Okay. Just okay. for a second. It, it sounds absurd, but you've been dating for three years. You've been engaged forever. Um. We'll celebrate in other ways later. Uh, now, if I calculated correctly, you make 122, he makes 60. That's 182. He has no debt. We have now one right. house to support, one set of rent, one set of uh, heat and air, one set of electricity, one set of water, one set of things in the refrigerator. You with me? Right. So yep. your living costs go down approximately in half. Be, I'll, I'll actually I also have a car payment. Oh, what do you owe? On, what sorry, do you owe on your car? Twenty. Okay, we'll 20, put, we'll put that in the story too. Okay. Now, okay. now, okay. So you make one hundred and twenty-two. He makes sixty, and he has bonuses on top of that. What do you think he'll really make in the coming twelve months, including his bonuses? Um, probably maybe one seventy with the. I mean, maybe seventy with the bonus. Okay. And, and I know this about you. You may not, but you can pick up pharmacy duty in the ER at the local hospital on the weekends, and you can make another 25 or 30 if you put in a whole bunch more hours than you're putting in as a temporary right. measure. Okay. And so now I'm at 155 and 70. So I think I'm doing two and a quarter now. Anybody with me here? I got $300,000 in student loan debt, and I'm going to take my two and a quarter, and I'm going to live on 50. That leaves me 175 minus taxes to put on the 300. You're debt-free in two years. Just by picking up extra hours. Picking up extra hours, living together, married, on 50. And, mm-hmm. and spending no money. You're not eating out. You're not going on vacation, and you're sure as crud not buying a house. We might be selling your car right? to get a cheaper car. But we the goal here is to get free because otherwise we're stuck. We want to get free so we can buy a house and live a great life together and build wealth. And have kids. And have kids mm-hmm. and be generous. But right now, you can't see that because you've got Mount Everest stuck between you and hope. Right. And I just took Mount Everest apart with a pickaxe in two years. I did that. Right. But I'm telling you, you you're going to, you're, you're, it's going to be a really hard two years. 
Because all the little luxuries yeah. you're accustomed to, nanya, nanum, you get nothing. Don't you dare right. see the inside of a restaurant unless you're working there. Yeah, so tuna fish um, I did have and day old uh, bread. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Um, so I guess the biggest thing was I did hear several several of your advices to other people, just being like, "Don't rely on public service loan forgiveness. Do it yourself." Just, I just got you out of debt in two years. Why would you even bring that up? Right. Well, because I guess my fiance sees it as a way out. It's and not a way out. It's like a 10-year lie. You know what percentage of the public loans, lie. public service loans forgiveness actually get forgiven? Less than 2%. 98% get screwed by this plan. Right. Think about the way you're feeling right now. Do you want to feel that for the next 10 years? Waiting no, on I'm waiting so on something that likely stressed. won't happen. Yeah, the reason he wants you to plug into that, he doesn't think there's another way. But you guys make a lot of money together. You sure do. And you can make even more and spend none of it and throw it all at the student loans and kill that sucker. Mm-hmm. 150 a year for two years out of two and a quarter and you're free. Mm-hmm. You're going to be done in two years. It took my husband and I seven and a half. Put that in perspective. Okay. And we rented the whole time, so and you had let babies. that make you. And we had baby. Well, at, that was after the fact. I know, but for you, two and a half years. Seven years was it? Yeah, it was after the seven. Oh, you didn't years. have any kids five for seven. We waited. Okay. We rented for. Here's the stats: we rented for ten years, and waited for mm-hmm. eleven years to have kids. Wow. Yep. Because wow. it was doing to her what it, like, what you thought it was doing yes. to you before this phone call. Right. Now right. I might be off by a year. Mm-hmm. But whoopee. And that's fine. Three years, whoopee! Mm-hmm. I might be off by another year. You might be might do it in a year and a half because mm-hmm. you guys just go That's bananas, right. and your husband goes, "Hey, game on! I'm working twenty four seven. We're getting done. Get married this weekend and kill this debt, do girl. Do it." <laughs> well, I appreciate your advice. I, I feel like she's not going to do it. <laughs> she's no, not going to do it. Do it. Please Everybody do it. in America just heard that. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> Thank you for your advice. Thank <sighs> you for calling, Courtney. <laughs> Please do it. Please prove us wrong. (laughs) Oh, hey, if you don't do it after this, you know whose fault it is, Courtney? Yours, because we have done our job. Thank you for calling, kiddo. Oh, my goodness gracious. That just happened with 22 million people agreeing. This is The Ramsey Show. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.